Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo. Where are you and what do your immediate surroundings look like? I am in Montreal, Quebec. I'm in my classy basement apartment. Uh, I'm sort of in self, uh, what do they call it? Self, uh, self-isolation because I just got back from Germany. I just snuck out like it was the Battle of Saigon and I, and I got on the last helicopter out of Germany. And there's records everywhere, vinyl records, because I've been taking this time to organize my record collection. I mean, it's the same apartment that you had when we were in university like 20 years ago. It's it's a museum of vinyl. Are you making beats? Are you making music? We could probably use a new Canada Land theme song, the one you made us seven years ago. People are pretty used to it. Freshen it up. Yeah, I'd love to. Seriously, I've, I've spent the past four days really giving this place kind of a deep clean. It feels like I've been on the road for 20 years and like I never had, had a minute to just like put things in order i've just been kind of coming in from tours and dumping everything in a pile and then putting the piles into different piles Mm -hmm. and so like i'm digging through stuff here it's and it really is kind of like (laughs) i'm like isolated in this archive so i haven't started making music yet like my my record player is turning and it's and it's plugged into my sampler so as I'm listening to records, I'm sampling things as I go. And I do, I look forward to pretending it's 20 years ago and just like making beats like I used to do it. But for now, really, like seriously, there's a lot of records over here. You're like excavating yourself. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) sure, that's very poetic and sounds kind of dirty. What is the most abnormal thing that you did today? (laughs) The most abnormal thing? To be honest, like my life is, is kind of self-contained. I'm single, you know, so I, I don't have this family that I have to protect and, and, and like or orchestrate their day and get them to school or nod and feed everybody. Like it's just me. So, mm-hmm. so it's not that weird. I wake up, I like, I'm, I'm supposed to be self-isolating, so I'm just not going out. So I just wrote uh, like a musical, like a, an opera ballet that just got canceled because of this. Uh, that was going to be presented in Germany this week. Uh, so for the past few months, I've really been sitting there. I mean, composing and is really a, like a it's, a, it's an isolated, lonely, solitary activity at the best of times. So I just finished this big project and I was looking forward <laughs> to hitting the road and getting out there, seeing the fruits of my labors, of, like of sitting there all alone uh, for, for weeks on end writing scores so I was excited. I was in Germany to see this show, uh, and then I was going to go on a three-week tour and blah blah blah. And so that's that's all that's all out the window. So what's unusual is that I'm sitting here in my apartment, not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, doing lots and being busy because I'm always kind of a self-motivated, busy, busy little beaver. But I guess what's what's unusual today is that I'm not getting on the TGV in France to go from one city to the other to play a nice concert with a string quartet or something. 
I guess I got to get over my understanding of you based on what you were like 20 years ago. Like, it's just hard for me to imagine you not being social. Get over it, Jesse. Dude, we're not 20 anymore. When you're 20, you're social, you're drinking, you're hanging out with your friends. You basically have nothing to do. You're just fucking around. But like, we're not 20 anymore. So everybody has families now. Like, I can't hang out with all my friends anymore because they're all off with their little families. Yeah. So, yeah. The dream is over, Jesse Brown. <laughs> what has been your most selfish deed or thought during this <laughs> ordeal? Well, it's hard to not be a little selfish just seeing your livelihood and your sort of whole existence called into question. <laughs> just personally, sure, it's a global epidemic. Sure, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of deaths that's that's terrible and that's you know that's what's important and people you see people chiding each other on social media this isn't about you this is about you know the big picture and and that's great we have to be reminded of that we have to be reminded of that normally you know like your our, our little lives really <laughs> don't amount to to much but when you're in your little brain like that's all you got so all i've got are my plans and what I've worked to create uh, and all the efforts that have gone into making these things that now seem sort of trivial, like, like really, does it matter to have a, to have concerts? Does it matter to put on theater? Does it matter to make songs? Does it matter to tour with bands? Does any of that matter in the face of death and mayhem and, and, and pandemic and, and, and just total chaos. So on the one hand, of course, you know, it doesn't matter. Like all that matters is food on your table and your family not getting sick. But it also really matters. You know, it's also that's what matters. That's what we're trying to protect. That's what we're mourning the death of. Like, and so, so it's confusing. So, <laughs> so, so selfishly, I'm just thinking about, you know, just the loss of my income for the year 2020. So it's not like, if I was a doctor where I'm making a ton of money a year or, or even if somebody <laughs> like a musician from 10 years ago who actually sold music. So music is free now. So they told us, Oh, you know, music is free. So it's all about the shows. Now you got to make shows and you got to sell things at the show. Okay. So now we don't have shows. We don't have music. You know, what do we do? Maybe honestly, for real people like me have to really think about, what we're going to do when we grow up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I guess that's selfish of me to worry about, but, but I'm just, I'm just sad. And I'm also sad uh, just uh, for all the sort of wasted time. Cause to, to create the work that was coming down the pipe, like took months and weeks of preparation of managers and agents and teams and, and, and programmers and internationally, you know, and all these people did all that work and it's, it's just evaporated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when you were saying like in the face of just how big what's happening is what does going to the theater or going to a show matter? That was my thought immediately was like, I've actually never valued that more. Like, I don't really go to those things much these days, but like now that, <laughs> yeah. now that I can't, I'm like, that's all I, that, would, <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Name something that gave you pleasure today. Frankly, like all this social media stuff is kind of, it's kind of awesome. I mm -hmm. mean, I can talk to 
I can talk to all my friends and everybody's kind of in the same boat. Everyone's really shaken up if they're really paying attention and everyone's worried and everyone's isolated and, and uh, sort of trying to work on their thing, but kind of it's all called into question what their thing means or if there's any future for their thing. So, so to be in contact with all these friends all over the world, I guess that's what gives me, has given me pleasure today um, to talk to, you know, musicians in Russia and in Brazil and in, and to talk to filmmakers in America and writers from my city who are across the street, but we can't talk to each other just to talk to everybody, hear their stories, try to cheer each other up. Mm-hmm. It's all we can do. Last question. Okay. It's better be good. <laughs> What is something that you think might never be the same after this is done? Whew. Um, hmm. Well, after this is done is already kind of a loaded statement because we don't, <laughs> what does that even mean? Will it be done? So what might change? Oh my goodness. I mean, the, the pessimist in me says that there will never be concerts again. But you know, that's not true. I guess I I don't really know. I have no I I don't know. You know I I really don't know. Uh what will change people uh, I hopefully I mean the optimist to me thinks people will actually appreciate the arts a bit more after like you said uh we all kind of get busy. We don't go to concerts anymore. We don't Yeah, I mean it's it's funny. This is really kind of laid bare how not solid the artist's life is and also how how valued the artist's work is. So yeah, so the optimist in me, you know, hopes that people will, if this ends, you know, uh, people will start going to concerts more and, and, and checking out uh, art shows and, and supporting people that are creating the stuff that they consume, uh, that makes the world beautiful, that brings people together, that tells our stories. All right, Joshi, stay safe. You too, Mr. Brown. Thanks for calling.